0: Audience, at this time, can you please quiet every distracting noise around you? Because guess what—we are back with another Friday Films, and this week, Eric, we have a good one, don't we?
1: We do. We've been on a streak of very, very good movies um, and very different and movies, and very different say that. movies indeed. Uh, we reviewed, as you all know, the Art of Self Defense, uh, Karate, indeed, Sorry. starring Jesse Eisenberg. Uh, Alessandro Nivola and Imogen Poots directed by Riley Stearns released July 19th of 2019 with a runtime of one hour and 44 minutes. Uh, of course, Jesse Eisenberg, I mean, you know from everything Zombieland, Social Network, mm-hmm. Now You See Me, you know, he's been doing this thing forever, Lex Luthor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I-,
0: I like... His acting, because um, in the different movies I've seen, he's always been a. What's the part I'm looking for? Like, he, he's not the type of actor to me where he can play all kinds of roles, but at the same time, he can with his own style. If that makes sense, you know, like some actors yeah. when they play different oh. roles, they're completely different. Like they get into that role. Eisenberg to me always always had his own style to every character he brings, um, and I think he does. a a good job with that yeah
1: he's he's always very eisenberg with it (laughs) yes (laughs) where his his characters are different but they are the same as well you know yes Uh, yeah
0: like like you can just tell he has his own style mm -hmm. of action that he that he brings to every character no matter what that character is there's always a similarity yeah um and there's nothing wrong with that. Like I like his acting. Um, yeah, I think he's. I think he's I've great. Liked I've always, the I've always been in. a
1: fan of him. Everything, everything he's done, he's never been. Even, even some of the movies he's been in that I didn't like, he was never one of the. He was never the problem. You know. Yeah. Um. It was. Mm-hmm. It was always some other aspect. Um. But he's he's no different in this movie than he is in anything else. He plays that, that. Um, he's his character in this movie is very akin to his character in Zombieland. I feel, where it's that mm-hmm. very kind of socially awkward, quiet, private, keep-to-yourself type person that's thrown into uh, an extraordinary situation and has to change and grow in response to it, but grows and changes in a way that makes sense to his personality. which I, I I thought was really neat, or, or or I really enjoyed about this. But before we before we uh, uh, dig in too deep into that uh, spoiler mode, uh, what did you think of this movie? Just general impressions.
0: Um, I thought it was a good movie. Uh, it it was definitely a dark comedy type movie, like we talked about. Be um, you know, getting into it uh, when we, we we were talking about it last week. Um, there was some things I liked, some things I didn't, and we'll get into that more when we do the review, but overall I thought it was a decent movie. Um, I will say it was a little predictable, uh, which I mentioned before recording, but not necessarily in a bad way. I mean, this the movie had a, um, it had a story to tell or a, a good purpose behind the movie. And I think it still did a good job doing that. Even if you saw what was going to happen before it happened and, and like you knew, the outcome. It, I think it still got its point across. And as far as the dark comedy, some of the comedy was really well. Some of it was kind of like, eh, eh, it wasn't that funny. But like some of it, I, I kind of chuckled here and there. I'm like, ah, that was good. I like that. Um, so I think they did a good job overall. I, I think the actors did a good job. Um, I think the, the way the story was told and the direction that they went as far as the directing, like the style of the movie, was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, the flow seemed a little off in places like it didn't seem as free-flowing um but that's just me I, I think that it did uh some of the breaks where it just seemed to, to go slow it was some of those times where things were being said without actually saying anything and i think that was good for the storytelling aspect but it to me that's just the flow was a little off not 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 horrible but yeah. all in all i still think it was a decent movie and worth watching I actually At least a one throw, yeah. I, I I um
1: I agree with you. It is it is a good movie. But um I disagree with you a little bit on the on the flow. That's one of the things that I thought I really enjoyed about this movie is that it's a, it's a tight one forty four and it it never even during the slow parts it never feels like it drags. Every to me it's kind of like a a a textbook description of step by step filmmaking you know it's 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 or even or writing it's just this happened you know chapter one chapter two chapter three chapter four chapter five you know act one two three you know everything is is done in an exact order that the reveals happen at the right times um for both the audience and the characters you know even though even though the the, the story of it is predictable and you pick up on pretty quickly you don't really learn what's happening until at the same time that the characters do. So everything's paced out where the audience and the characters well, are experiencing the yeah. same thing at the same time, um, which I really, I really did enjoy that. Um, and also I enjoyed how tight it was. Like it's not, it's not a movie that feel that waste your time. Um, it's a movie that comes in with a message that it's trying to share a story that it's trying to tell. It tells that story and it doesn't overstay its welcome. You know, and it does get the it does get its message message across in a really unique way, um, despite some of the slower moments. The message is still gone across. So,
0: yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think, the like I said, the, the time flow spots I was talking about were very minimal. So, I mean, it, it's nothing that would really break the movie for me. And it was a lot of it was just like little spots here, little spots there. And I agree with you. The, the overall length of the movie was perfect. I mean, I didn't stop to like check my watch or anything else. I mean, I, it was free flow and it worked out great. I don't even think I paused it to, to, to take notes. So I mean, it was um, good as far as that goes. I just think the to me, the flow was like little little drops here, or it was just it was just off a hair. Not nothing crazy. Um, it's really hard to explain it because a lot of it, like I think, was in those time frames where you'd have a couple of scenes where things weren't being said but things were being done to tell part of the story and there's nothing wrong with that i think that's a great storytelling aspect um i I think that's a really neat trick that should be used more often in movies than anything um especially like when we talked about uh peanut butter falcon i mean in the times where it's like so much was being said without says says a lot without saying anything yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love that. I just I think to me for this movie, some of that would just drag maybe a hair too long here and there. And, and like I said, it doesn't hurt the movie. It's just my personal take. Yeah. On it. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I, th- I still think the the movie did a great job telling its story, and I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's definitely worth watching at least yeah. at least one way through. So
1: with that, before we <clears throat> get into spoiler territory, if you guys for some reason stumbled upon this upon this podcast. Um, and we're unaware that we are reviewing The Art of Self-Defense, despite the title of the episode, uh, you have the next five <laughs> seconds to pause, go watch The Art of Self-Defense, and come on back.
0: That's right. All belt colors welcome. Indeed. Indeed. Has that been five seconds yet?
1: And yes, it's been five seconds. <laughs> okay, we're done. <laughs> You got to wait just long, just long enough for the audience to think that their podcast froze. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Do I see the spinning wheel? Um, but no, this Do I have
1: bit th- play again. This movie was good. I mean, we we, we talked about it um, when we when we were introducing it last week. Mm-hmm. But it does not shy away from the fact that it is it is the art of self defense is a dark comedy that that presents the topic of, of to- toxic masculinity, um, and it, it does that. From the the pretty much the opening scenes of, of the movie oh, yeah. it shows it with um, with Casey's co-workers and the you know the equivalent of I, I think they were trying to mimic Maxim magazine or something like that was what they were trying to mimic with like mm-hmm. the boobs and the guns and the you know and, and the guy talk and all of that um, it shows what was which which is funny releasing in, in, in 2019 because culture around, the, the modern culture around toxic masculinity has has changed drastically over the last couple of years for the for the better you know um, yeah. you know people interacting with each other and and the ways that we see in this movie is is no longer acceptable which is which is good um and this movie just kind of pins point pinpoints that a little bit more on a specific individual story with somebody who's Casey who is struggling to be accepted in his daily life and find purpose and meaning every day and is drawn to this toxic masculine culture because it's it's he wants to be he says it in the movie he wants to become what he what he's intimidated by and he's intimidated yeah. intimidated by this He's intimidated by mas- his this level of masculinity, um, mm-hmm. and that's that kind of kickstarts the the rest of the the movie of you know him getting you know uh, jumped and the karate and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> um, now, and I liked the um, lead into the whole karate thing because I mean obviously when you watch the trailer and you you, list, you read the title of the movie. I mean, you know it's self-defense is probably more hand-to-hand comment than the, you know, the, getting the gun. The art of self-defense is always synonymous I, yeah.
1: with martial arts. Yeah.
0: Um, but I liked the, the lead-up, you know, like the the fact, um, and then especially when this comes back at the end. I, like, I really got a kick out of that. Um, but the lead-up where it's like, okay, it's hinted upon that he has trouble with, uh, you know, kind of standing up for himself and his self-confidence, all that stuff. And you see his little dog, you see his home where he just kind of works late hours and and hangs out with his boss after hours when the rest of the employees, you know, don't like his boss and they're sitting there talking bad about him. But when he he gets jumped, and this kicks off the lead up that I liked, I loved how he did that. that There was that whole scene where he's like, he goes to get a gun because he's like self defense. And he's like, you said, flipping through the magazines, like, okay. And then it's like he goes through all this. See or all these scenes with him trying to get the gun, which comes to find out he can't get right away anyway. So he's like, "Oh, the well, all period. this was, yeah, all this was pointless." Well, but
1: I, uh, I love on that scene in particular, real quick. Um, I I lo- I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to bring that one up too. But I love that scene in particular and the gun salesman because this yes. is where the movie takes a slight little. Um knock it kind of like detour yeah, a slight little detour it's, uh, it's like the, the writers just just having a slight little knock of throwing in their, their opinion of gun control as well mm-hmm. you know because the gun the, the gun store owner is like kicking out all these facts of you know you know you're <laughs> yeah. gonna love being you're gonna love being a gun owner you know you know if you own a gun you've got an x percentage chance you know have a higher percentage <laughs> chance of suicides have, yeah. have this that and the other thing and like all these stats on gun control that you would you would hear on you know like a political tirade, and um, I thought it was really really fun to 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 th- to throw in there. Um,
0: yeah, even when he calls back, like when he calls back, he's like, "Oh, hey, your guns, you're ready. All your paperwork came back through." And it's like, "Oh, well, I'm, I don't need the gun anymore." And it's like, "Oh, what? Did you get a kid?" Because you know statistically, and I'm like, he listen to all this. I'm like, "No, no, I just just don't just don't need yeah, it. Just don't yeah. need it." Uh, so I, I did like all that and like the the stupid humor that you see throughout the movie it's like um i need a gun preferably one that fits in my hand so you're looking for a handgun looking for a hand yes gun. i think i'm looking <laughs> like, like for this, a stupid, the stupid <laughs> the, the stupid stuff like that and the fact where it's like he hands it to him and he just kind of holds it and like points it at himself and like just like yes this is what i want the store owner is just like okay <laughs> like doesn't even say anything like like Usually that throws us some flags that maybe this person does <laughs> not actually need a gun. Um, but anyway, during all that, you have that whole lead up because he gets jumped from these bikers trying to go out and get food for his little dog. Um, and I like how it hits on his fear. You know, after all this, he's afraid to leave the house um, and all that. And like after the gun scene where it's like, oh, well, cool, we'll start the paperwork, you know, but it'll take him some time to get back. He's like defeat it because he's like, oh, well, what am I going to do now? And he stumbles across this, you know, lovely karate dojo on his way home. Um, and I like how that, that was a nice lead up to that because it's like, oh, most people are like, oh, well, I need self defense. Let me go out and get a, a weapon or this or that. Some people don't realize, um, that part of self-defense, and, and it's more just, and it's just not standing up for yourself, but it's like this fear—the fear that kind of rides through this whole movie. Yeah. Essentially, he was afraid of all these people, so his first reaction was to get a gun or do something else instead of trying to find a way to um, overcome that fear in a positive yes. way. Um, and learn how to cope with it and deal with it. Which the, uh, so that was one of the things I kind of liked yeah, as the, as the movie. The went movie on. movie does it
1: does um, a good job of showing that, that that you don't need to feel safe. You do not need you know we, a weapon basically. Um, well, and not just and, that, and, but just and, to realize and, and any that any there's or more to it. Yeah, and there's more to it. Yeah, um, in any shape um, or form, you don't need that. You know, whether it be martial arts or or guns the point of the movie is is there are other ways to get past things rather than using fear to to protect yourself
0: um so uh, i like the lead up to that i mean obviously when he he goes and starts the the dojo and starts working there um going to the different classes and all like i I like the build up there i like what it led into and i liked the the rest of the movie as it, it kind of unrolls Excuse me, especially when you find out more about these other uh, members and like the different stories, kind of like how they got there or, or, you know, the type of people that they are. Mm -hmm. Um, And you see him mentally start changing because he starts getting more comfortable with this lifestyle, Mm -hmm. Um, especially when his sensei or yeah sensei, I think it's how they were tries to direct on this past like like you said masculine it's like oh well, you need to be listening to metal yeah. and you need to be doing this what you have a german dog all right no no that's the wrong german dog you need a different yeah. dog it's like like stuff like that it's like really it's like no you really don't you're, but, yeah, you're learning
1: french french <clears> is the <throat> wissiest language ever you're learning german now you know
0: yeah yeah, yeah. um so I, I liked how as you know it started developing you see the change in character but you kind of see it what I liked about it is you kind of see it in a negative way, which is what I really enjoyed because it's kind of like, okay, well you're seeing him shift to try and better himself, but he's really doing it in a wrong way. And he yeah. kind of figures it out towards the end a little bit, which I yeah, like. Yeah, it's
1: it's you're it, you're watching the dual the the dual sides of this where he is starting to become more confident about himself, but the confidence that he's 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 building confidence based on these these negative inter, you know this 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 gospel of negativity um and that in turn is crippling his his real life you know he, he yes. loses his job he punches because his, he punches his in boss. The throat, <laughs> sure. you know but him as a um. person because he's building this confidence he still sees it as a good thing and that's the core of the toxic masculinity aspect of it yeah you know you know even though even though you're you might be more confident you're negatively affecting your own life without realizing it
0: yeah and i, I think the turning point because now that we're in spoiler territory it doesn't really matter but I, I think the turning point is when you start to realize and you get to that point where the night class yeah and you know suspicious of the night class from from get oh, go. From the word go suspicious yeah as soon as you, he walks into the dungeon the d- dungeon <laughs> the dojo it's it's like well, well i guess you could consider some of the dungeon the basement of the dojo and all but um you kind of know something's up with this place from the get-go like when he first it's walks not in. what it is on
1: on surface level no
0: yeah. no but when they get to the night classes and you start seeing the darker side of this martial arts class you start knowing but when he goes and follows them that one night to the garage and the door opens up and you see the motorcycles and you see them grabbing the helmets of the people who jumped him from the very beginning it all yeah essentially clicks i mean like i said it's predictable so you know it's coming to begin with but it clicks not just you know for the viewers but for the character mainly and at that point, instead of him being, like, wrong, you know, felt wrong to be betrayed or whatever and turn around and walking away, he knows it's not right. But he's already got, like you said, that toxic masculinity built up that he's like, okay, I'm going. And, you know, takes out on a police officer, mm-hmm. completely beating him to the ground. Um, and at no point does he kind of, like, stop himself and kind of hold back. And even as it gets to the end of the movie, you start seeing his character realize what's going on. And instead of backtracking, kind of just finds a stopping point and just rides that line where it's like, I'm not going to go any further, but I'm not going to go back. I'm going to yeah. accept what I am now, yeah. and that's. He what it's he, he
1: be. uses he uses what he. What he has learned from the 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 group and and what has built he is in in the newfound confidence that he has. To, destroy what he has become. You know, because Mm -hmm. the whole beginning of the movie is he wanted to, he wanted to become what he feared, so he wouldn't, what so he wouldn't be afraid anymore. Once he becomes what he fears, he realizes what he, you know, what he feared wasn't. That's not what he wanted. What what he wanted, but he uses the, you know, what he learned, the abilities and the confidence from that process. to to make things right, you know, to yes, um, to take at the very end, take out the sensei, which is fucking awesome. You know, when he,
0: I, I love that scene. Oh yeah, way. I mean, when
1: the, and the way it's filmed too, with the sensei walking in and just and just doing all the prep work and opening up the place, and then going down and seeing where the guy that was rejected from night class hung himself. You know, yeah. which
0: I, I wish they would kind of hit on that more. I mean, they they kind of left it. At first, especially when um, Casey goes to snoop around and he sees him, yeah. I almost thought at first that it was a sensei who, t- who killed him and made it look like suicide. And it was like, it rode that thin line of like, well, which is it? Did he actually commit suicide because it kicked him out of the dojo? Yeah. Or did the sensei kill him and then make it look like a yeah. suicide? Because, you know, the sensei is not as good of a person as we think we no. is. So, like, I, I was, like, kind of undecided with all that. Because it's not, instead of it being like, oh, yeah, this guy committed suicide, he just takes him, throws him in to, like, the little furnace yeah. and his little secret, like, Dexter laboratory going on down there. I mean, it was. And that shows. It was almost like it was planned. Yeah,
1: that shows that the sensei has done that before. Like, he wasn't surprised to see that yeah. somebody killed themselves. here. You know, mm-hmm. he was just like, all right, well, one more body for me to burn, you know. And then uh, and then when Casey approaches him, I, I love it. The it's you know, I'm I'm going to kill you, you know, yeah. and it's, it's basically he's, he's listening to the reasons why, you know, not because I not because I, I uh, want to want to or, or or whatnot, but because I, ha- I don't know. Anyway, I don't remember the exact line, but it was a really nice way of doing it. And when you get to the actual fight, it's so funny where they're, you know. You would think they're having this hand-to-hand fight to death, which obviously Casey, being a yellow belt, would stand would, wouldn't stand a chance oh, and against this says. black belt. You know, in like, you know?
0: the sense, was like you know, he's like you know, I'm going to defeat yeah. you. He's like you know, you can't beat yeah. me. He's like, well, fine then. Yeah. You know, and then and <clears> then, <throat> then Case- an honorable duel, <laughs> hand-to-hand
1: combat. And then Casey pulls out the gun and and caps him in the head. Which I was just like, oh my god, brilliant! And then, and then at the when he's when he's talking talking, he's like, you know, I've thought a lot about what I would say when I killed you, and I came up with two things, but to not regret having said one and not the other, I'm just going to say them both. He <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just starts saying yeah. one, one, and then he goes yeah. through. He's like two. Yeah. I was like number wow. number one. I know that you would you would you know you would say using a gun is you know is, is cowardly. You know, and it is 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 cowardly, and I'm a, I'm a coward for doing it. Which you're probably right, but I'm but I'm alive and you're not. Number two. <laughs> so
0: therefore, I would be correct and you would yes. be wrong. Yeah.
1: Yes. And I don't I don't remember what number two was, but it was it was it was uh,
0: number two was. Um, I don't know if I wrote it word for word, but essentially there was a movie that he was watching during like middle of the movie, early in the movie, when he was before he even found I think the class. And um, in whatever movie it was, the the main detective guy had, you know, the other guy on the ground. And it's like he said something about it, it's like, hey, you cheated or something. You didn't fight fair or something or, or by the rules. And the other guy's like, well, you're right. But there were never, but rules. there are no rule yeah. or there was never any rules or something yeah, like that never any rules to begin with. Or um, something. Yeah. something like that. And that was essentially Casey repeated that phrase to him. you know saying hey that technically there was never any rules against Mm -hmm. this so uh it was just it was kind of clever how he brought that back but i love the fact that the gun came back into play with things um and not that it it hits on any more of like the whole gun control thing and i'm not getting into all that but just the fact that you know casey as his character was developing turned the gun away against self-defense and goes no martial arts is where i need to to you know make myself a better person yeah. but then like you said the toxic masculinity masculinity got him to the point where he was that person that he feared um and he, he ended up going to get the gun just because he knew he couldn't beat the sensei uh but i i, I do like the fact that as a personal character buildup once he got to that point is when he was like you know what sensei's dead and he does that whole like Grand Master was the only one that could kill someone with with their fingers and I'm just like know, well played which, the, well which played.
1: the the sensei had told him earlier
0: you know so it, no one ever never knew yeah that, so it leads how he did
1: leads me to uh, it, that was that was one of those moments that led me to believe that uh you know the um yeah, the sensei was the, the grandmaster yeah, was killed the same way, yeah. or the people that the sensei the well, people that the sensei killed he shot.
0: <laughs> no. Yeah, well, because the, the funny thing was is I think sen- the the actual sensei like Casey sensei, yeah. not the grandmaster, yeah. mentioned at some point in time the, the grandmaster was killed on like a hunting accident yeah. or something. So I was like, hmm, I feel like there's more to that now. Yeah. Uh, but the but the fact is when you get to the end, Casey goes, you know what, he's dead. Things are gonna change, and he like brings the whole German dog in. Like you could tell, like oh, Casey's at the top of the list. Yeah, now. We, he's gonna run yeah, the dojo. We, we skipped over
1: like, that whoa. when his freaking Dotson gets punched with or oh
0: yeah yeah, yeah. With well, fists. I, we yeah we can go back to that. But um, I was referring to the shepherd yeah. that the Sensei replaces yeah. him with, um, and like towards the end, what, what I like is when he gets to that class and he has the night class. He's like, look, Sensei's dead. Figures out who kills his. Um, was it, was it a Dotson? Dotson? it wasn't a Dotson. Yeah, it was, yeah, was, it was it? a Dotson. okay um once he figures out which other student was the one who killed his Dotson, because you know the vet doctor was like look uh this is kind of weird but it's almost like someone punched him with a foot <laughs> which cuz you know that's that's a common saying we we always go around saying which is what they said yeah, on this his, guy was punched with on his, his foot. first
1: class is you know i want to yeah, teach you yeah, to yeah, punch you, you with you gotta, your feet and kick with your fists. And kick with your, <laughs> your your fist yeah
0: so it was like, you know, but all medical doctors, especially veterinarians, know that phrase and say that. So I, I, I loved it when it was, when the doctor said that. I'm like, hmm. But anyway, when you get to that point where it's like, okay, Casey takes out the sensei with the gun. He's now teaching the uh, the night class with his, you know, attack dog, which he sticks on the, um, I, I forget the, black the, belt. the technical. Yeah, yeah I, I forget what his name was. But anyway, the black belt that essentially was the one that killed his other dog. And all that's taken care of. He goes, now this black belt, you know, I, I took out the sensei, but I did not earn this belt. Therefore I'm not going to keep it. And he gives it to Anna who was there from the beginning, who was the better belt, who essentially should have been the black belt, but because, um, so the sensei, whose real name was Leslie, by the way, which yeah. I, I loved. That was great. When they, when he, Casey talks about that at the end. Because, like, well, your name is Leslie. And, and you know, that's funny because it's more feminine than my name is. Um, but the fact that he then hands everything over to Anne and goes, look, this is who should be teaching this class. I should not be. And he kind of – that's when we talk about the point where he stops. Instead of becoming too powerful – he steps back. Now, I'm not saying that he steps back all the way. I mean, he's already to where the point is now he's past the point of no return. But he does know or recognize uh where his place is and that that Anna should really be the one running over everything yeah. and doing he, everything, especially with this dude. He dojo.
1: only did what was necessary. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yes. And that was one of the things he mentioned. Yeah. You know, it's not because he wanted to. It's because it needed to be yeah. done. Yeah.
1: Um Yeah, man. That that was I don't know. This the, the the more the more and more you think about it, the uh, it's it, it, it is a pretty deep movie. You know, when I first finished watching it for the first for the first time, I was like, you know, that was that was good. Moved pretty quick, paced paced relatively well. You know, I got the meaning of what mm-hmm. it was what it was talking about. The, but the more you sit back and think about it and analyze it, Lickabit goes so many ways because, like, the whole um, yes Anna, you know the 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 one woman in this entire movie who's part of this gang and bonds with Casey and Casey doesn't judge after he finds all this out that she's, you know, she's, she's killed people. Cause that was part of the thing. Mm-hmm. When you're in that gang, you killed some, you know, you had to kill somebody. And, uh, but that she's trapped in this, you know, she's not, it's yeah. not like she wants to be involved in it. It's, she has no other option. Um, mm-hmm she feels kind of suppressed by it and and you know wants to be one of the guys but knows she never will be because they don't respect her because she's not a guy and the sensei yeah. says that himself that you know when when he awards the uh, the other dude the black belt instead of anna you know Casey's like you know starts asking questions about anna you know and she the sensei's like you know she's been here since we pretty much started this um but it took me. It took me a while to realize that she'll never be a black belt because, despite being, because she's a woman, she can never truly be a man. Is is yeah. what he says, and it's like, damn, dude, really, yeah. really, Yeah. you're gonna go there? And, I mean, okay,
0: cool, th- cool. Th- at this point in time, that's when you start seeing the downward slope of the sensei, like more behind the scenes of the type of person he is, yeah. And, and then you know, the the darker side of yeah. everything, and I think that's when when Casey starts putting two and two together i mean and you can kind of see it especially at that point when like we we had mentioned about his other dog dying and not really getting into details but hitting back on that when that happens and he goes and confronts sensei and Anna's like what are you doing like before he even knows yeah. about everything going yeah. on it's like you see that that part where casey is like okay this is too much that's
1: when he starts putting things together
0: yeah, and that's where he like starts to backpedal a little bit, but then you know the sensei lures him back in with a job and this and that, and he starts getting you know roped back into things, and then the toxicity starts coming back, and then it's you know just like Anna in too far, yeah. he's part of the motorcycle gang that you know beat him up, and the, he's been on the news for like the last months or weeks or whatever it was, so it's neat to see that um, the characters as they develop. Yeah. Because you see Sensei, who has the same character throughout the whole movie, but more and more is revealed about mm-hmm. him. You see Anna, who comes off as this really, you know, tough chick that's like top of the game, um, deserves to be second spot. And then as the movie un- you know yeah. unravels, and you start seeing more about the Sensei and the Night Class and what's really you going start on. Her you start realizing yep, her vulnerabilities. Her yeah, change. Yeah. Yep. And the fact that she was not just doing this to be better with herself, but got stuck along the way as well. She got in too deep and couldn't and get it out. And I think
1: that's where her and Casey bond so well is because I think she sees in him um, uh, the, the strength that he has that he doesn't know, which is, you know, he's yeah. looking for, he's looking for this confidence and in trying to find that in the toxic masculinity, which she sees that he doesn't need and that that would change him for the worse. And she feels so far gone that she's, she can't be redeemed. And he gives yeah. her that hope and confidence of, you know, I, I, the I see you for who you really are. I know you are not, you know, who you think, who you think you are, you know, or who this group Mm. tells you you are so they they bond in a way where they they truly see each other for 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 who they are and 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 help grow and cultivate that which culminates in the in the ending of the movie with them both getting what they need essentially um mm-hmm. and and both coming to terms with with the decisions and everything that they made so it's a it's a good flick though man it, it's it man, is it's, it's it is a really
0: good movie um and like i said the more i think about it it, it it's not a bad movie and the little things i had against the movie are, are like little nitpicks i mean mm-hmm. all in all it was a good movie it, it was like you said short and to the point. Mm-hmm. But it's also, at that same time, is a deeper movie. Uh, And as you watch it, you can watch it and just have fun with the little dark comedy, the story that unfolds, or you can dig deeper to unravel the mystery that's there. Um, So, I mean, I I think it was well done. Uh, It was one of those movies that not too much was said, but not too much was unsaid. And and like I said, other than that whole suicide thing at the end where I was kind of like, hmm... What's really going on? Yeah, here, the suicide. That would be the only the time did that I would question anything. Field? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah. it was one of those things where they set it up like it wasn't a real suicide, like it was a fake suicide. Yeah. But everything was covered up before it could actually be turned into anything. So that's why it kind of had me question yeah. because I mean, the fact that he. The, I can't remember the character's name.
1: Um, I don't remember. But, I mean, you, you see him get his arm broken earlier when he tries to force his way into the night class. Henry.
0: Henry Henry was his name, I think. Yeah. You're right. I mean, yeah, he sneaks into the night class. Sensei breaks his arm and says, don't ever come back. So it's all like Sensei doesn't want him there because he's already pushed the bound. So it's like Sensei doesn't want him, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, and then you start realizing that there's more to Sensei than you realized. And then you find him hung up when Casey's walking around the place. Then you see the sensei cleaning up and getting everything up and running in the morning, take him down and put him into the furnace. It almost makes it seem like the sensei was behind the whole thing. And that's what made made me think that the sensei killed him, that it wasn't mm-hmm. actual suicide. But they just didn't hit on too much. So that would be like the only time that I questioned this whole movie uh, as far as what was really going yeah. on. Everything else I think was explained on a, a good deep yeah. level that if you – didn't want to look into it you could just keep enjoying the movie if you did what you need is there so i, I liked that side of the movie i like the way it was filmed um we talked about the silence the scores all that stuff i think was done really well in this movie um not too much as far as like visual special effects uh but this movie didn't need any of that no. it really didn't so but yeah I, I definitely enjoyed it i definitely think it's a, a, a good ones through um it's a the question, though, is: it Would is it rewatchable?
1: Uh, yeah, I think it's. I think it's rewatchable. Um, it's it's, it's by no means necessary to rewatch. But I, I think.
0: No, if it's like on TV or yeah. something, and just scrolling through channels. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Re-watch it. I agree with you. Um, there. I, I don't know if I'd go out of my. I way to I
1: will say I do find myself more likely to rewatch this than I would, um, like a um, you know, the devil all the time, you know. Um, okay. While I do think The Devil All the Time was 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 a better movie than The Art of Self Defense, I would probably be more likely to rewatch this than I would The Devil All the Time. Um, well, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah. This. I mean, this. It was. A, it was a good flick. We didn't even dig. Uh, oh, I. I got to touch base on this one just just right before we wrap. I was up. gonna say we
0: haven't even hit on the whole comedy side. We just kind of did like an overview. No. So, um, I mean, there's one thing in particular I want to
1: hit before we wrap up because there's another another moment that really. When it was happening, I was like, "Oh my God, they're fucking going here!" And then they didn't go there, and I was like, "That's probably for the best." Um, when he's first at the night class, and you know they're all fighting and whatnot, and you know the night class is basically Fight Club. <laughs>
0: oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got that yeah, much.
1: And and you know they're done, and you know they're they're the class is over. They're you know stretching stretching out and whatnot. And half the dudes get naked and start helping each other stretch and, and massage and whatnot. And I'm like, oh, now we're going into a sexual thing. So we're yeah. we're going from you know toxic masculinity to um, you know self-hating homosexual stuff. And I'm like, well, that's an interesting turn. We're covering all of the, uh, the all of the culture divides in this movie. That's that's <laughs> that's great. And then Sensei says, you know, you know, come with me. You know, since it's your first night. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, are we gonna get like a like sensei trying to seduce Casey thing? And then he yeah, I wonder yeah, where that and, was and then he opens the door, and it's Anna, and I'm like, no way, and, and here I am going, I'm I'm just my mind's racing with like mm-hmm. like she's the only girl in this group of guys that's trying to prove herself. Are we talking like like oh my god? Are we about to like is yeah, he yeah. is is he they, is the they, sensei trying to? get Casey to like have sex with like force himself on Anna like I'm like what mind-blowing
0: yeah um, yeah the, the way they set that whole scene up made your yeah. mind go I, in like millions of different directions and I think it was the intent like,
1: for you to think that I think yeah. it was intended for you to think that and then it wasn't it ended up just being a mm-hmm. massage but it's still I like that they, 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 they went that direction without crossing that line um, mm-hmm. that would have made it a lot more difficult to watch um because it would have added it now would have th- added another layer another layer of re, another layer of realism to it that would have been a little too much if if they would gone that route but the end result was the same because the conversation that Casey and Anna have in that room is that's when it is revealed Anna's character you know she's in this yeah this is the women's locker room, basically, which is just this small little boiler closet. The storage closet. Yeah. Showing the amount of disrespect that the sensei and and the dojo itself has for for her and and women in general, mm-hmm. and how all she's trying to do is 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 prove herself. So the the end result was the same, but they did that little bait and switch where you think it's going to be so much worse than it is. But, mm-hmm. but the end game's the same. You know, the the message is the same. It's just how it's presented. Um, they went. They took a lighter tone to it, which wow. which I thought was good for the tone of the movie.
0: I, and it, the, since you bring that up, um, this is another example of the deeper uh, parts of the movie that we talked about it's one of those things that there was a lot of those scenes throughout the whole movie where they lead you to believe this is going to happen or this is going to happen, but they pretty much push you to the edge and then just walk away. Yeah. And it's like, are you going to jump? Yeah. Cause we're not pushing you. We're, we're going to, we're going this way instead. It's like just enough. It's like, Hey, so behind this door is, Oh, by the way, over here is this. Yeah. So it's like, they do that throughout this whole movie. Uh, and I like it because that's part of the deeper side of things. Like if you aren't paying close enough attention and you're just kind of going with it, you don't have to worry about mm-hmm. all that, but they lead you to these scenarios where your mind starts racing and they do it. Not just at that scene, multiple of the scenes, the the gun store, the gun store scene, scene where he walks in, you know, that was a perfect yep. example. Um, you know, obviously you know, the, um, there was the scene with the uh, the bully, the grocery store bully. You know, you know when he, Casey's going mm-hmm. around and grabbing everything, and he starts standing up for himself. And it's kind of like, okay, where are we going with this? This is going to be like a fight. You know, like what's going on? And then he just backs out. Uh, and granted, I know that's not as deep of an example as others, but throughout the whole movie, um, especially with Sensei, you know, like there's the the conversation with Sensei and Casey in the um, the office about how he wants to essentially replace. He wants Casey to replace Anna. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there was parts where, you know, Casey is walking around the dojo looking at everything. I mean, we talked about the suicide, um, We talked about uh, Anna's character. And, you know, they talked about their their red stripe, the kill essentially taking a life, all that stuff. Like there were so many different points in time where they led you to the edge and then just walked away. and It's like, well, you can look over and fall or you can step back away. It's your mm-hmm. call. Um, so I really thought that was clever with the way the movie was done. Uh, and I will give a lot of credit to that. I mean, I think they did a, a, a fine job walking the line without at any point ever pushing anybody, yeah. but just saying, Hey, if you want to peek over, you yeah. can Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good way so of putting I, it. I thought that was, yeah, I thought that was really, really good. And that was one of the things I liked about the movie. Uh, I definitely liked that. And obviously the dark comedy, you know, look, like the stupid things, it's like, this is your belt. You respect the belt. You don't ever lose a belt. Rep- It'll be fifteen dollars if you need yeah. to replace it. It's like <laughs> what, like like that stuff. Like I, I, love the little comedy throughout the movie. Um, but uh, I, I think it, I think all in all, it was a good dark comedy, and that is the best way to sum it up. I mean, it is. Ha- it does have its funny moments, uh, but it also has its really dark si- or a real dark side to mm-hmm. it that just allows you to take a peek in. Without fully yeah. opening the door, and it's ab- and it's um, absolutely
1: a statement film too. It is it is it is yeah. a statement. Um, it says what it wants to say, and it's not it's not apologetic about it. You know, it's it's very no. very clear. Um, you know where the the filmmakers stand on the issues they cover on this movie, um, and I agree with them. <laughs> full disclosure. Yeah. Um,
0: it's it's not a sequel movie. No, it's it definitely. Much. I mean, it's, it's like, definitely not a sequel movie. You just, um, it's it's done. It says its point. Yeah, it's it's a,
1: it's a good. It's it's somebody wanted to make a point, and they used this movie in a very good way to make their point. Um, yeah. And I, I, I think it comes off very very clear, and I've very much enjoyed it. Um,
0: I, I will say I've been enjoying more movies that are this style or like this, where it's more story driven. Like the, the point needs to be told. Mm-hmm. And they're doing it in a good job. You know, we've we've had a couple of movies so far this season of Friday films that were like that, uh, you know, Devil All the Time, uh, Peanut Butter Falcon, Parasite. Um, Parasite. Yeah. I mean, just just to name the few. Um, but I really liked watching these kinds of movies and getting back into uh, movies in general, because I've always been a movie enthusiast. Uh, throughout the years i love all kinds of movies uh usually try to stay away from the horror ones Mm -hmm. i'm not a big fan of you know scary movies and being up all night with nightmares (laughs) just saying um but that being said i'm liking or i'm enjoying the fact that we're getting into deeper movies it's not just you know throw on an action movie have fun but we're getting into some really good pieces of art as we've talked about before Um, and I, am like, I like the fact that I'm getting to see some of these films in a different perspective that I don't normally uh, look at when I look at movies. I mean, you know me, I, I did some classes with, with film and all that, um, or video in general. I look at the camera angles and the special effects. I'm looking at all the behind the scenes stuff, but to be able to read these movies, um, it, it, deeper than what's just thrown at mm-hmm. you is really uh, mind opening and, and i like that um i have a new perspective on movies and these last couple have really kind of opened my mind with the way we've been reviewing them and looking at them uh, so i mean i'm really enjoying that and i'm looking forward to even the next action movie we get into um which i know we talked about possibly doing one for next week Uh, but I'm excited to go in with a different mindset than I've always looked at these movies in the past.
1: The the blockbusters are always, always fun. But when you get when you, when you fall in too deep with like blockbuster films, you miss the, you miss the, the, the beauty of the, I want to tell a story. I have a message here. It is, which are movies like the art of self-defense peanut butter Falcon. You know, it's those types Mm -hmm. of movies you miss out on. If you focus too much on blockbusters, um, so I love it. I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. These, these single one shot films, are, have always been some of my, some of my favorites, but I'm really glad we're diving deep into them. Um, with that said though, uh, do you want to go ahead and announce next week's movie?
0: We might as well, because you said there wasn't really much trivia for no, this one. No, not started. a lot of
1: trivia on this one, and I think that's a, I think that's a good thing. Much like Peter Butter Falcon, you know, the, the, the deeper oh, yeah. the movie, the less trivia there should be.
0: <laughs> I, I will say, not that it's really trivia, but I almost messaged you the night that I went to watch this movie to let you know that I was watching a different Eisenberg movie and not this one. <laughs> um, I think it's pronounced uh, Vivarium. I don't yeah, know if it was, that, it was also a 19 um, movie with him.
1: Yeah, in it? yeah. Oh, that's actually yeah, that that actually has uh Emogen as well. The girl Anna, she's in she's in that yes, one yeah, too. Okay. Yeah, so they're in that movie again. Um
0: when I went I forgot that this was on Hulu. Hmm. So I went on Prime and started looking for uh, the Art of Self Defense. I'm like, well, I'm not I was like I knew it's on one of the devices or one of the streaming ones, but I I saw the trailer for this. I'm pretty sure it was on Prime, and I was like, man, I'm going to tell Eric that I'm just not watching Art of Self-Defense. And I'm going to watch this movie instead because this looks like it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, so that, that's my trivia. I almost completely skipped this movie and watched a different Eisenberg movie. Well, we, uh, But I decided against we it. may
1: We may get to get to Vivarium uh, 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 later on, but we can't do two Eisenbergs back-to-back.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I know we've already picked our, our next movie um, for the time being because it was one that we had talked about in the very beginning of the season mm-hmm. and just kind of pushed off to the side. So, I mean, go ahead, Eric. I'll let you uh, take it Yes.
1: So, ladies and gentlemen, once again, thank you for joining us for this episode of Friday Films featuring the art of self-defense. If you like what you listen to on this episode, don't forget you can follow us on any social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Presents. Share your thoughts with us. Make recommendations. I'll say it again. We're always looking for good movies. Which, with that said, brings us to... Next week's film that we're going to be reviewing, we're kicking it right back to one of the Netflix originals releasing, I believe, in April of this year. We are doing Extraction, starring mm-hmm. Chris Hemsworth, a.k.a. the mighty Thor himself. That's so right. next week, Extraction on Netflix.
0: And this this will be a good example of a, like an action-packed movie that I'll be interested to see how deep I can get into everything else and not just the action-packed yeah this
1: it. will be the first um like action flick like quote-unquote blockbuster that we've we've done since project power i think project power was the last one that we
0: did that was uh yeah yeah because we've been on, on a roll yeah, we've been on, on RT yeah, Deeper RT, for RT lately movies <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know what's the proper word for that because i kept saying indie films but they're not technically indie. yeah films. no it i mean just just art art pieces you know our pieces. Okay, well that's what we'll start saying Because I like I keep saying independent films, but they're not independent yeah. films. Um but yeah, yeah. So so next week next week, Extraction. Well, I guess until next week, um where we get to watch Extraction. Uh again, looking forward to it. Um until then, uh, I guess let the credits roll.